Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Continuing with Evan Schleim over here. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community of Summerton, Philadelphia. Erev Shabbos, Parshas Lech Lecha. Bo Shabbos, Bamenucha. Shabbos should bring its bracha to get us into Shabbos and to get us into the coming week. And the, the bracha should be bracha of Klai Yisrael. Good, good week, good news, good tidings, victories, and, and Yeshua salvations. And miracles mm-hmm. should be a week of miracles for us. Mm-hmm. So let's continue on the topic of Geula. Indeed, we're in Perakid Aleph, and we're going to go into Simon Dalad now. So yesterday we saw about how you want to bring the Geula, start learning the Zohar. We saw, right? Start mm-hmm. learning Kabbalah. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, we, I, I didn't want to leave things hanging. I saw the Olam really wanted to hear about Kabbalah yesterday, so we squeezed the Kabbalah part of it into the last two minutes. But I said we might elaborate. I'm going to elaborate just a little bit on it. Actually, elaborate a bit, just a bit. So we said yesterday how if you want to bring Mashiach, the best thing that you can do is sit and learn Torah, and the best Torah to bring Mashiach is Kabbalah, right, in two stages. But the guy didn't say only Kabbalah. He started by saying learn Torah, sit and learn, and that's going to bring the Geula, it's going to bring Mashiach, sit and learn. And what kind of learning is the Spitz learning that brings Mashiach? The best learning that brings Mashiach is, 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 is Kabbalah. We explained yesterday very nicely what this means. Has this work because Mashiach and Geula ultimately is bringing everything down here into alignment with its ultimate purpose that was created for, letting it be a kli, letting it be a vessel to to only radiate Hashem's oneness, Hashem's presence, and that's essentially what Limarat Torah is. What Limarat Torah is, what Torah study is, is realigning everything in creation with its origins, with its source, with its intentions. And with what what it's here for, what its objective is. I learned the Torah of everything, and, and I, I'm getting in touch with what Torah has to say about it and why it's here. And the closer I get into the inner core of Torah, the more I am aligning every item down here with its inner identity. I'm, uh, outer Torah aligns everything down here with its outer identity, and inner Torah aligns everything with its inner identity. And Kabbalah is, is just the inner secrets of the outer Torah of all this, all this. Is 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 the nigla the revealed part is the outer layers of Torah. Kabbalah is merely the inner core of everything that we see in front of us over here of the outer part of the Torah, right? Not that it's a different subject altogether. Contrary to popular belief, Kabbalah is not like a different subject, a different topic, a different study, a different Torah. It's the panemius, panemius atara. It's the inner parts of everything that we're learning on the outside. So that is, in a nutshell, why Kabbalah brings, why Torah limit atara brings gula. We're realigning the bria, getting Hashem into the bria, and Kabbalah is in the most powerful, potent, concentrated way because it's the highest level of Hashem's essence, so to speak, that we're putting into the bria. Yes. Are we supposed to learn Kabbalah or we can learn it by ourselves? No. So at that point, you'll know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, so, so now, now, this is exactly what I want to build off of today. So I said yesterday. So how come we're not? One of the questions we asked yesterday: If the going tells us that the the primary Torah that's going to bring Mashiach is Kabbalah, so how come we're not dropping everything and learning Kabbalah? Every single yeshiva should be dedicated now to learning Kabbalah. Every single yeshiva should be doing this. So as we mentioned yesterday, all the questions answer each other up. Kabbalah is not a different subject. It would be a different subject. Okay, we have to make an emergency act. And give everyone give everyone basic training in Kabbalah because cool. we want to bring Mashiach, right? We need to bring Mashiach. We can't we can't afford to wait any longer. Right. The world's out of control. Yeah. So maybe Kabbalah is a little challenging, mm-hmm. but there's people out there that know how to teach it. 
It's like, you know, when you're at war, what do you do? You send everybody out to the front lines. Yep. Give everybody a rifle, give everybody a gun, show everyone, you know, which end faces you, which end faces the enemy, <laughs> right? And that's it. Send them out to battle. That's all they need to know, right? So we're at war now. We need to bring Geula. We need to bring Mashiach. So we give everyone basic training. Give every here's your Zayar, right? <laughs> Here you go and get out there and bring Mashiach. So why aren't we doing that? So as we said yesterday, that would be, that would be a charade. That would be a joke because that wouldn't be Kabbalah study. That's not learning Kabbalah. Kabbalah is the inner part of the outer part of the Torah, and you can only get to the inner by going through the outer. You can only understand the inner if you understood the outer part first. Um, we gave an analogy yesterday. I tell you, you know, we're at war. It's it's like it's like sending someone to war without giving them the basic training. It's like you know we're at war, so we need a lot of people. We need everyone to pitch in for the war effort. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we need them, someone to repair the jeeps, the jeeps that they have driving around on the front lines over there. So Shlomo, you're gonna repair the jeeps, okay? Now they <laughs> have a lot of parts, but we need you. Um, to, so sometimes this part breaks, sometimes that part breaks, sometimes this needs more coolant, sometimes this part needs to be drained, sometimes this part needs to be tuned up. You're going to be that man because we need the Jeeps. And everyone else is uh, you know, fighting out there. You're going to be the Jeep guy. So he said, well, I don't know anything about fixing Jeeps. What do you mean? Here's the Jeep, here's the steering wheel, here's the tires, so go, go fix it, right? So we're sending you out to war to, without giving you the basic training. We have to show you the basic parts and the function of these parts before you can know what to do with these parts. Yeah. We're at war. We need we need a medic. Leo, you're going to be the medic. Okay. We need people to do emergency appendectomies, and heart transplants, and and um, you know we need you to do that. We need we need people to you know perform open heart surgery there on the front lines. So Leo, we, we're short men. You're going to go be the surgeon on the front lines. Arthur, you remember who remembers Mash over here? Arthur Shlomo. Okay. So we need you to be that surgeon on the front lines. Because we're at war. But if we don't show Leo the basics about biology, yeah. the different organs and the systems and how they work, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's going he's gonna to ruin everything. He's not going to be saving lives. He's going to be killing lives, right? Yeah. Ending <laughs> lives. That is exactly what happens when somebody learns Kabbalah before being well, well, well acquainted with Gemar Rashi Taisis. You're giving someone... A scalpel, you're giving someone clamps, you're giving someone IVs, and you, you know, he doesn't know the basics, the alphabet about biology. You're giving him, um, uh, the, the, what, what are the tools that the uh, mechanics use? What kind of tools does a mechanic use? In the garage, what? Wrenches, wrenches, ratchets, what else? Power tools. Power tools. So like giving someone the wrench, the ratchet, the power tools, and the garage, and telling him to repair the army jeeps without telling him the basics of what's going on under the hood. What's what's what what what, what, what are all these things? What are all these things? What are all these pieces? You know, that's learning Kabbalah, Rabbi Yisai, without learning Gemara. And you're not going to save lives. You're going to end lives. Because you're going to make a mess of everything. You're going to make a, a total mess. Imagine, now, we've all seen higher, we've all been exposed to higher learning, higher, higher Gemara um, learning and teaching, right? We've had the privilege of attending classes where someone is teaching Gemara and he knows what he's doing. Imagine giving a Gemara to someone. Let's give another mushal, a, a mushal that's, that's within Torah itself. 
You give a Gemara to someone who's never learned Gemara in his life, doesn't know which way to hold, which way is up, which way is down, right? And you say, please, I'd like you to give a Gemara class. I can barely read Hebrew. Is it going to give a Gemara class? We, we, we all know, we've been exposed to advanced Talmudic studies. We know that the Gemara is very delicate. The Gemara is a whole art. The Gemara is a whole study. The Gemara is a whole, whole, a whole, whole system. And, 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 and it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a subject. And you have to know what you're doing to be able to teach a Gemara. Certainly to understand Gemara, but to teach it, to give it over, you have to know the dynamics of what's going on and the sequence of the, how the Gemara works, what the rules are, right? You have to, uh, uh, to have had a lot of apprenticeship and a lot of study to be able to teach Gemara. So the same you can't give someone a Gemara and, and say, go teach this. And what happens if you give someone who's unqualified and underqualified and underexposed to Gemara? He doesn't really know so much about Gemara. You ask him to teach a Gemara class to people that know less than him. What would happen? What would happen? It's people that know less than he does, but he doesn't know so much about Gemara. And you say, please teach Gemara class to these people that know absolutely nothing. What's going to happen? Is he going to... Is he... Confusion. Is he going to bring them up or is he going to bring them down? Damn. He can bring them down. They're better off not, not hearing anything <laughs> rather than hearing this person teach a Gemara class who doesn't know the Aleph face of Gemara. Of course. He's going to make a, a butchery and a botchery of, of uh, whatever he's trying to teach. That is why we don't learn Kabbalah. Because we have to get there. That's, that would be akin to us becoming, volunteering. I'll, I'll be the surgeon. Oh, the army needs more surgeon, I'll be a surgeon. I've gone to the doctor a lot of times, and I know the basics about, you know, medicine. You know, I know it's, when you use a stethoscope, I know how you look in the ears. I know, you know, that you have to say, ah, and use the tongue depressor to see in the back. I know all these things. So you're gonna kill lives, right? You're gonna end lives, not save lives. We don't volunteer to be surgeons for the army. We don't volunteer to repair jeeps, so we have no idea what's going on under the hood of the car. Right? We have absolutely no idea. Who was telling me this? Who was telling me this? Someone was telling me. I'm one of those people, by the way. I have no idea what's going on under the hood of the car. I only I didn't even own a car. We were living in Arsenal for 20 years. In Arsenal, you don't really need to have a car. Well, the last two years we were living there, I owned a car. I didn't own a car until I was, you know... Um, I wasn't a teenager anymore, the first time I actually owned a car. But anyway, I'm one of those guys. I have no idea what's going on in the car. I, I leave my car in the hands of people who do know what's going on in the car. But I had someone else over who, recently who apparently is in the, same, in the same boat as myself, in the same Jeep as myself. And he said he once had to, um, he needed to put one fluid in his car and he put it in the wrong place. Maybe it was antifreeze. He put antifreeze where the oil's supposed to go or something or the opposite. No, he can mix though. Only the so, wait. there was one the thing that he put in the wrong place. The break, the break, what was something he did? He put something in the wrong coolant place. Coolant in the washer fluid? Yes. That's the only thing you could do wrong? Yeah, it's easy to do that. Very easy. And what, but that's so then you just have, you don't have good washer fluid anymore. But you can't, that's, I'm saying the washer fluids that just don't use your, 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 your wipers. But there's nothing else you can mess up? Could you mess everything up? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a lot harder. Cool. The oil, where the oil goes, you can't pour the wrong thing into the oil? Yeah, well, oil, it says oil in the cap. No, it says oil, okay, but <laughs> pay attention. It was something like that, so he, a mechanic had to drain, had to drain everything, and right. he had to clean it out, and... Anyway, so, learning Kabbalah, if we're not ready, if we haven't learned through Gemara yet, that's like volunteering to be a surgeon. Yeah. 
it's like teaching the Gemara. I'll teach. I'll, I know. I, I know how to teach. I know Aleph Beis. I know how to teach Gemara. Klaus is better off without it. So that's why we're not learning Kabbalah yet, right now, because we have to do it properly. If we're going to be effective at bring the Gula, we have to get there. But at the same time, we can and should we can and should look at our Torah study as one day at a time, a step further towards Kabbalah. Why? Because again, there's only one Torah. There's the Nigla and the Nister. There's the Chitzonius and the Panemius. Kabbalah is the Panemius, is the inner part of the Torah. And every day that I'm learning more of this, I'm actually getting closer and closer and closer to the inner core. So this is a journey towards Kabbalah. This is a heksher for Kabbalah. This is an approach to Kabbalah. It's because it's all one Torah. It's all one Torah. And when the guy says that the study of Kabbalah is what brings Gula, well, if a Yid says to himself, I have a healthy appetite. I want to ultimately, eventually be exposed to everything. I want to learn everything. There's nothing I don't want to see. I, I, I want to devour everything. And I see this as a journey that is bringing me towards mastery of every subject in Torah, including Kabbalah. Then he's really already involved in a Kabbalah study now. And I say that guardedly, but I say that in, I, in, in, in a very specific way. Being that, as we explained, there's really only one Torah, and, and Kabbalah is just the inner part of the outer part. Is someone who has the Shi'ifas, who has the aspirations to get to the inner part, so he's already on his way there. We can say he's already like engaged in, in being connected to the inner part of Torah, being that he is working his way there. He's, excuse me, has set his sights on that as his goal. And the outer Torah is the passageway to the inner Torah. So in a certain, in a certain sense, he's already engaged with, with Kabbalah, being that he is going through the basic training now. He's already, he's already that soldier who's signed up to be on the front lines because it's so important for him to be on the front lines he's getting his basic training right now. Mm. We see him already as part of the war efforts. I'm learning this because I want to learn all of Torah, including Kabbalah, so I'm already part of the war effort right now. So I'm already part of those who are being Geula right now. This is why, so Aramis Soira, again, it's, 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 it's it is I think impossible to overstate this that our Messiah is we don't dabble in Kabbalah we don't um, get busy with Kabbalah before we're ready and and when we try to do that it, it really is um, an exercise in futility, and it's it, it's it, it's 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 one could almost say, and I don't think even almost one. Somebody gets busy with Kabbalah prematurely. A, he's he's messing things up. But B, it's, it's for him. It's bittul Torah. It really is bittul Torah. Bittul Torah means because that that's not where he's supposed to be right now, and that that has an aspect. Someone is busy learning something that's beyond his comprehension. There's Gemaras that, 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 that one can bring as proof to this. It's a scary concept, but someone can ostensibly, someone's been involved in learning, but it's really Bittal Torah. If someone has gone beyond his comprehension level, that, and, and that's where he's putting his, his, his time and his energy. He could be putting his time and energy into something that's within his reach, and says he's putting his time and his energy into something that's beyond his reach. So aside from the fact that he's making a butchery of Kabbalah, but it's really Bittal Torah. 
It's Bittal Torah. Everybody understand? Yeah. That's a scary concept. Okay, yes. But that's why we don't give out Zoyars to everybody. That's why we don't say, okay, how do we bring Gula by learning Kabbalah? Everyone, you know, an hour a day we're going to sit and learn Zoyar. Because we're now, what are you doing? You're, bring, you're, you're, you're doing more towards bringing Mashiach by spending that hour on something that you comprehend. And something that you're doing pr- correctly and properly. Once I will take Lior's question, I'll take your question. Yes. Rabbi, you said that if you have the thought, the desire to learn it, it's as if you are doing it, Kabbalah or anything. We are already signed. You are part of part of the war effort because that's what you want. So you're learning. Baba Kama is getting you there. So even Baba Kama is getting you towards Nister because you want to ultimately and eventually get everything. Okay. So you're part of the war effort. Yes. Is there any benefit to the world at large when the Goyim learn Kabbalah, which there's Kabbalah centers that are have opened up all over all over the place? Yeah, so again, so what are they doing? Those are like the proverbial um, hundreds of monkeys on the typewriters, mm-hmm. right? You know this uh, idea of monkeys on typewriters, what, what happens when a monkey bangs at typewriters? They, they bang it, they, they, they produce gibberish gibberish, absolute gibberish. They say, statistically speaking, if you had like a billion monkeys on a billion typewriters, after a billion years, they may produce the works of Shakespeare. But a, a billion of your people in a billion Kabbalah institutes, after a billion years, are not going to produce anything that makes any sense. So they're worse than the monkeys. Yeah. So they're doing more damage than good, right? Maybe. Aside from the fact that a, a guy that studies Torah is Chayv Misa. Really? Yeah. Torah Kihilis Yaakov. My Russia gets a Yerusha for Kilas Yaakov. Loy Osachain Lucholgoi, Umishpatim Bali Daum. Right? Mishpatim Bali Daum. So, so, Goy learns what's relevant. He learns his Torah. Shevin's Spinayach, but our Torah. That's the, we keep that to ourselves. That's my Russia. It's Mu'uras. It's our bride. The Torah is our bride. There's very, very kind of graphic. Mashal, but the Gemara says it is a, a non-Jew who goes outside. There is Torah that's relevant to a non-Jew. Anything that has there are his mitzvahs and his halachas, but we are very protective of our Torah. And a non-Jew who is involved in Torah study beyond the Shemes B'nai Nayach, that's taking someone else's bride, our bride, our kala. That's that's a znus. That's znus. There's an intimate bond between us and the Torah. Okay, so that wraps up. I think that's that's the second half to yesterday. Next week we will continue. Next week we talk about the study of philosophy. It's going to be next week. Okay, stay tuned, everyone. Have a wonderful Shabbos.